Hello, and welcome to another episode of Talkin' BS. My name is Van Santos, and as always, I'm joined by my old pal, Corey Bell. This week was a huge milestone for Corey and I. We each have a younger brother named Cody, and this week we welcomed them both onto the podcast for our first episode with guests. We discussed what it was like growing up together with a ton of sibling stories. We had an absolute blast just reminiscing. You're now listening to episode 16 titled The Sibling Pod. This is Talking BS. Welcome everybody to the pod. We have a very special pod, uh, first time ever. We've got some guests coming on the uh, the show here, and we've talked about this a couple times before. But we are uh, wanting to start it off with our first guest here, being the the Cody's, uh, as they were the sibling pod. We, uh, you know, for you guys who may not have listened to all the kind of intro pods and different things, we talked a little bit about our families. Uh, Van and I are both the oldest of three boys. Uh, around the same age. We both have uh, a younger brother named, named Cody, who are around the same age. And then we have the even younger brothers uh, who are around the same age. So it was really convenient for us kind of growing up, having similar upbringings and, and kind of all overlapping in different ways, doing different things. Uh, but these Cody's uh, are only a, uh, a couple years off from us. So they got to kind of grow up with us a little bit and uh, get to know us and, and see us do stupid things uh, behind the scenes that I'm sure they will enjoy uh, talking about here as we kind of get going. Super excited to have the Cody's here. Uh, I'm going to let each of them kind of introduce themselves really fast, but it is our first podcast with guests. Very excited for that. Had a lot of technical issues last year trying to just get this thing going. So super pumped. But uh, Cody Bell, do you want to introduce yourself first? Just, just quick, two minutes, whatever. Sure. Uh, yeah. So I'm Cody Bell. I'm Corey's younger brother, obviously. Um, and I, man, I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm a farmer right now. I never would have expected to be a farmer. Yeah. Where are you living? Uh, uh, I'm in Arab, Alabama. Okay. Played a, a lot little, of ba- played a lot of town. baseball there. Yeah. 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 So, uh, we do, uh, cattle farming and, uh, tree farming. Uh, so I'm technically like the tree manager for the farm. Uh, that's like my day-to-day, what I, what I handle. And then I help out with the cattle here and there. Um, I've let, got, me, let me just say this. I never knew tree farming was a legitimate thing. Like, I just figured yeah. trees grow. Trees grow in the forest. That's where trees come from. And that's half true. Yeah, this is true. Seems like seems like that's a thing where you do some work at one point and then you wait fifty years and then you do the rest of the work. Um, but the ROI, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. You're right. The ROI is is high. Is high. <laughs> I think 
Cody, my, my yeah. we're going to have to figure this out. But Santos, I was about Cody, to say, we haven't yeah. distinguished that yet. We, uh, Let's we're do getting, a B and an S. Yeah, yeah, we need to figure that out. It's talking BS. Cody S, Cody B. I mean, we do. Uh, yeah, it's, call, me, it's, uh, call me Mr. S. <laughs> Mr. Just S. Say, just <laughs> say Bell or Santos. <laughs> Mr. S. I already got my first movie reference. Then. That's it's only so good. And it's like your first minutes. thing. <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's oh, super yeah. cool. We're going we're gonna to come back to all of that stuff. Uh, Cody S. <laughs> Mr. S. <laughs> do you you want to go next? Where yeah, you, sure. Where are you at? I'm I'm in Huntsville, Alabama, where all of this began, uh, like 15 years ago, I guess. Hey, was it that long? Yeah, people don't forget. Ago. Yeah. 18. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Um, middle child, just like the other Cody over there. Um, we'll get into that later. Uh, I've been kind of moving around a lot the last four years. Lived in many spots. Lived with Van for a little while, which was a lot of fun. We'll unpack uh, that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Huntsville, Birmingham, Nashville, Atlanta, back to Huntsville. I've done a full circle. Uh, I just accepted a job uh, out on the Redstone Arsenal testing software, which kind of sounds cool, but also you just kind of press buttons and make sure they work the way they're supposed to. I and mean, that's what Corey did <laughs> on a simple as right? it, I mean, that's, that's simple exactly as it what Yeah. 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 <laughs> Previous <laughs> experience required. But uh yeah. buttons just lost bombs. Glorified it's, it's button fine. pusher. Just glorified exactly. button pusher. Yeah. Oh, Living man. at home with the parents right now, which is you know, is is super fun at, at the ripe age of twenty six. Well, good thing but is that it's they all for uh yeah, they don't really care. They're downstairs washing dishes right they now. They don't listen to this so. podcast, so <laughs> feel free to say whatever you uh, <laughs> apparently mom apparently mom does. She she just told me that I gotta watch myself. So she's gonna listen to this oh, one. No. <laughs> but no, all the stories we're gonna tell, she's already heard all of them, so it doesn't really matter. She should know a lot of these stories. Yeah, right. So yeah. Um, all right. So when we were talking about getting guests on here, a lot of like we ha- we have like twenty five hardcore fans out there. <laughs> and I think how's the one from Russia doing? Cody Bell. I think you're one of them. <laughs> I don't even know yeah, if I can say yeah. Cody Santos is, but we've got a couple. Uh, I've got like half. I got like half of them down. And I, I get text messages throughout or tweets or whatever, and people are like, oh, man, I wanted to go in on this. So when we were thinking about adding guests, we kept thinking, let's give our guests a chance to weigh in on previous topics from previous podcasts. Uh, maybe something you heard and you were just like, I've got to go in. So that's kind of how we're going to open it up. I thought about this after you kind of threw this proposal out there to them. And I was like, we are so screwed. Because when we, when we walk into these things, we do a little bit of prep work. So, so that true. way we sound smarter than we really are. I don't know where they're about to go with this. And they're going to make us look so stupid. Like, oh, well, you said this about gun control. But I don't, I don't, did, oh, yeah, I said it. I don't know what I said. Eh, not that deep. <laughs> It could be a fire. I got surface. I got surface level them, stuff for y'all. So this one probably is going to be a little easier, but some might get fire, firing squad. So, I can cool. see it. I can see um, it. Do either of you guys want to go first? Any, any thoughts? Uh, I have my little. Uh, go ahead. Up already. Yeah. Go, go ahead, right. Mr. S. I can. I can get into it. Yeah, Mr. S. So yeah, I, I have listened. I've listened to the first six. I haven't gotten to the other ones yet. Um, mainly because I don't drive around delivering groceries anymore, which is what I did in Atlanta. <laughs> And when I would do that, I would just listen to you guys. Um, but that has changed. But I did do some uh, did some listening through, and I recently listened to the hygiene and cleanliness one, which okay. I got a kick out of. That one was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. the, first, the first one was, was about showering. Uh, and it looked like I was pretty similar to you guys. I shower at least twice a day. 
if not more. Yeah. First thing I do when I wake up is I'm hitting a shower. Always hot. I see the things on the internet about waking up and taking a cold shower and that gets you going and everything. But that scares me. And I'm a little sissy. And I don't <laughs> want to be uncomfortable in the morning. So I take a nice hot shower and I get myself ready for the day. Um, the weekends, it's a little different story. My go-to hangover cure is a nice long hot shower, which I have looked at the science on it. It's probably the worst thing you can do. No. <laughs> yes, <laughs> real. Because, yes, yes, because, and you mentioned this, taking long hot showers dehydrates you, gets rid of the, the water in your body. That makes sense. And you know what alcohol does to you? It dehydrates you. So you're just double whamming, doing a double whammy. That's not true. On yeah, there no, is water is. in this beer right now. All right, there is water in here. You know what's it funny? Because it's like a temporary feel good. I've had some. Yeah. Day, I've had some days where I'm hurting and I take four showers. It's like every oh, hour. Ooh. I get. Yeah. I go back to sleep. Get up. Take that shower. I'm like, oh, I feel better. And then I don't. And then I keep yeah. going. And then I take that other shower. Mm. But that's, that's a great point. Much. I never thought about it. It's a vicious cycle. It sounds like. Yeah, no, it, it gets mm. you, you know, you feel good while you're in there, but as soon as you get out, most of the time your headache's right back, and you're just not taking care of yourself. Wow. Unless you're drinking the shower water, which I wouldn't <laughs> recommend doing. Ooh. Would not All right, well, what about doing. this? I do brush what about my teeth this? in the shower, but I don't drink Yeah, we're not doing that. That's, you're you're <laughs> wrong for doing that. No one needs to do that. But what about this? Taking a cold beer into a hot shower. Yes. That, yes. Absolutely. Hell yes. Yeah. Dude, there's some work. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing more refreshing than a nice ice cold beer and a hot shower after a long day. Especially for me, like, because you know, I spend a lot of my time outside, manual labor, and I get in that hot shower, that cold beer. It's like shower beer. I mean, so good shower beer. Shower beer is is next level. It's good stuff. I've been right where you are because Cody and I valeted. Or Mr. S and I valet. That's we gonna, spent some I, hot this days. Is be hard. But you get <laughs> yes. in after the long, and then like you know you got a game on, like football's on at night or whatever. Get done. You just you shed all your disgusting clothes. You get in there with a nice cold beer, and it's all of a sudden it's like, well, it's just like it, it's the end of something and the beginning of something even better. It's just amazing. Yeah. You know, I've never done it at the end of the day. I usually do it. So a little mine's more like Santos down. You start there, off your day up. with that. Yeah, on a on a Saturday tailgating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. At the, you're at the beach. The cold that 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 makes sense too, though. But mm. yeah, I love the end of the or, day. Or 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 maybe I'll take this back because if it's a late game and and you know I'm old now, so I, I have to take a nap. And when I wake up from that nap, <laughs> I'll jump in the shower, give me a give me a give me a shower beer, and then I'll hit the game and I, and I'm ready to go. Boom. All right, and so by the time the game started, you've had at least twelve. And so you're, you're on your way to have a good old <laughs> well, time. All right, this is Brad, he's not Brad. Brad's not here. Um, all right, Mr. S, you're good on hygiene. Anything else you want to jump in? Oh, on? I had I had plenty more. Uh, but there's small. It's small stuff. Corey, you said there's no such thing as a casual user of chapstick, and you're terribly wrong. No, there is <laughs> no I've such had, thing. Because there I've had no I've had the thing. same I've had the same like two things of chapstick for like three years. All right. When it gets no, cold, it. I know you. There. You've lost those things fourteen <laughs> times. I no, I lose them, true. but they come back. They come back. Like they don't leave <laughs> my apartment, so they just stay there. Yeah. Uh, haircuts twice a year. Twice a year. Well, you got some. Is, I don't cut my hold hair. On. I don't cut this, my hair. It just gets long. This is actually a good it. look. Both Cody's right now are mammal. Like they are fully maned. Like Shit. both yeah. of them. 
Both of them. Normally, it's not this long. I, I would get it cut. Like this is this is kind of long for me right now. Co- Cody Bell's beard looks phenomenal. Uh, Cody, yeah, he's, looks, yeah, he's got a strong yeah. beard, and it yeah. looks it's just got a yeah. very strong line got to like it. A, it's like looking, a Casey Affleck look going yes, on. Yes, right very much yeah. so. Cody's I'll got like, like a it. like a yeah. mid two thousands emo curly hair thing going on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's been a long day, you know. Yeah, that too. I That's exercised. Fair. I walked out in the snow. Well, that was cool. Cody, Mr. S, do you have a second topic that you wanted to jump in on, or you just I had do, one? I do, I do. Okay. I, I, well, we're I have one come... more. Okay, go ahead. Okay, that's cool. Go go my last thing okay. on hygiene, because uh, you guys got into the, the dirty, the number two. The number about, two. About your, about your TP use. And I've always, <laughs> I always think that in life, there, you don't really need to be bougie on a lot of things. But one thing that you absolutely can't afford to be bougie on is your toilet paper. My my Dude. old roommate, my old roommate who I just moved, I just moved out of a, an apartment with. We'd known each other since freshman year of college. His name's Devin. Shout out Deezy. He's probably never gonna listen to this, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's a selective uh, content consumer. But anywho, I always get like the Charmin Ultra Soft. Like I'll spend twenty five bucks. Yeah, I'm getting the right stuff. And you know, if he ran out of toilet paper, he would come and borrow mine, which is fine. It's no big deal. But when I would run out of toilet paper and go over to borrow his, he's buying like the Angel Soft single ply, and I'm just like, this isn't the same, man. You, uh, I, I need, I need some return here because this isn't, this isn't cutting it for me. But uh, yeah, that was my last thing on hygiene and cleanliness. Was I want to hit on this? Hold on, I want to hit on this. It's cutting something like sandpaper. Yeah. that's what it's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I, I swear to you, I've gotten into several like fisticuffs like confrontations when I was in the Navy and it never came to more blows than about this topic. People went ballistic about this topic, but away from this, it's related to it. How, give me some thoughts on bidets. Ooh, the bidet. Ooh. Tried it. Would love to though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sign me up, Terry. I don't know. I'm ready. I, I, I don't know about that. Eli, Eli E.B. has one at his house, and shout out Eli. He may or may not listen. I know some of his friends will listen, so I know he's got one, but I've never used it. Also, would you ever use somebody else's bidet? That just seems even no. more like what is now. There's just too many mixing of fluids going on at that point. Dude, I, there's also the cultural thing, and I can't think of the name of it, but I know in India they have basically like they don't have toilet paper or a bidet. It's, it's a pot. Mm. They literally just have it full of water it's sitting in the corner, and after mm. you're done, you just you pour that pot down and you do what you do. Mm. I, it's it's just different, man. And I, it's just it's, isn't it? It's isn't it? I thought it was a Japanese thing. The bidet is that not? The bidet is Japanese. The the yeah. the pot full of water is like I think it's Indian or, or Middle Eastern or, mm. or something. Mm. I'll be honest. I'm gonna pass on that. Um, yeah. It might be good. It might be more sanitary. It might not. I don't know. I supposedly it is. I don't think I'm going to try it. I'm going to pass. I'm because how do you know? How do you know you're fully clean? How do you know you're fully clean? How do you know? Oh, I'm wiping and oh, then doing the bidet. Nope. I'm getting everything. Cody's going to do a yeah. wipe, yeah. bidet, and then another wipe, just and then one more yeah. just in yeah. case. Well, then what's to dry it up? And then getting and what then getting my hot wipes? shower. I heard uh, <laughs> there was some story about a, a somebody on tour. I cannot remember who this was, but they were. T- I think it was on Bustin' with the boys. I think that's what it was. Where they were talking about. Uh, it might have been Lynch. 
uh, what's his name? Dustin Lynch, I think. Ah, it could be somebody else. Anyways, they were talking about taking wet wipes on on tour because you got to think about it, it's just porta potties everywhere. Could you imagine mm. that? Mm. That's so, so good. All right, let's pivot real fast because we're already just crushing time here. Uh, Mr. Bell, Cody Bell, what do you got? Yeah. So, all right, two different things I just wanted to touch on, and you know, I will say I have listened to all the the podcasts, so uh, I've enjoyed hearing conversations between the two of y'all and learning a lot of stories that I had never heard before. Um, and also realizing like I'm kind of the black sheep in, in this out of the four right now. Cause a lot of stories, Cody, the other Cody was there and I'm like, Oh, okay. All right. Good to know. I was not invited. Cool. Thanks. Uh, whoops, but <laughs> all good. What, 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 what happened good was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, but so the mental health episode, I tweeted at, the, the Twitter account about it, but I just want to touch on it just cause you know, maybe not all listen, listeners saw it. Uh, but talking about therapy. So, um, we have, or I used to be a part of like a Monday night Bible study back in Montgomery. And, um, it kind of was like a, have y'all ever heard of the, uh, Monday night brewing yeah. out of Atlanta? Yeah. Yeah. Been there a few times. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they started, it started as like a Bible study on Monday nights and they started just hanging out, brewing beer together and then it became a brewery. And so the guys in Montgomery kind of crafted it after that. We weren't like brewing beer or anything, but it was just kind of like, hey, let's hang out, get to know guys here around town, but like also, you know, be in the in the Bible some. Um, but a lot of those guys talked about how they would they would go to therapy, either marriage therapy um, or just, you know, solo, just dealing with different issues. Uh, and so what I tweeted out was just like, Hey, um, therapy is good when things are going good and when it's going bad. Um, and one of the buddies of the group was just like, yeah, it's kind of like, uh, you're driving your car. Yeah. Things may be going good, but you still need to get your oil changed because yeah. if you don't change, don't change your oil, you're going to ruin the car. So like, uh, he did, he and his wife do like quarterly checkups. So like they'll go on a trip like once a quarter and just kind of like say, Hey, how are things going? Um, but also to kind of get away. Uh, so just wanted to at least throw that out there. Uh, that ther- I think therapy is like, it's good when things are good or when it's bad. So we have this stuff that we, I talk to my like sales reps and stuff about it all the time. And it's, uh, you know, I'd rather be proactive than reactive, right? I feel like there's probably a lot of things, you know, not only with business, not only with, you know, relationships, whatever it might be, we're a lot more reactive when something probably goes wrong than to your point being proactive. And, you know, you may be able to head that thing off, right? You know, if you don't go get that oil change, I think we told the story, right, that uh, Buddy Winston's car broke down, seized up on the side of the highway. So, you know, it's, it's very true. It's a very valid point. And I think it's something that, you know, should be taken seriously, uh, you know, across the board. Well, first and, first and foremost, uh, sorry that you weren't involved as much. Uh, Mr. S here, uh, he was actually better friends with some of my friends than I was with my friends. So, uh, <laughs> Ain't that so you know, just there's that. He's it also was, just there. He like, just, I don't think we ever yeah. invited him. I'm he was kind just of a there. net. Yeah, yeah, he's just around. <laughs> um, but then, also, yes. Corey, you were always at our house. like, And that is true. No, yeah, Corey was always yeah. coming over. You lived there for like a year, so. Yeah, I, I did. Mean, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, there, so there's that. Uh, and yeah. then I, that, I got a lot of the same feedback, which is cool, because I don't think 10 years ago that would have been like how that conversation goes. But, um, you know, yeah, talking through things, it's just it can be good to go even when things are, are good. And that whole don't, you know 
if it ain't broke, don't fix it mentality is uh, kind of fading with time. So super cool. Yeah. Um, do we want to like snake draft this and go right back <clears throat> to him? I think you go ahead and take your second topic if you want to. Yeah. So second topic. Yeah. I'll just hop in. Um, so Van, this is kind of going to be personal for you, uh, but it's, right. it, it popped out. It popped out to me uh, listening to the 2020 recap and then looking forward to 2021. Uh, so one of your goals is to become debt free in 2021 um and so cur- just just uh first question is how's that going y'all uh still in it oh yeah we're still in it oh it's great yeah um <laughs> as they're planning a wedding yeah yeah so networking in a uh, covid world is super fun um you know it would be a great time to go join bar associations and go to mixers and meet people and go to uh you know seminars and and mingle and uh none of that stuff happens right now so it's great. Um, <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I just started a temporary job working for Tractor Supply Company, actually. Really, nice. really great company. Um, I'm going to do some temporary work for them and their like, business compliance department. Super excited. Um, like a two, three-month gig. Um, so we're working on that, but I picked up an extra job, and I'm still two extra jobs. So we're just grinding right now. So, uh, yeah, that is still definitely a goal. It's just... It's going to be a little yeah. bit more of an uphill uh, uphill battle than all right, it's it's always uphill, but it, we're yeah. going, we're moving, we're moving. Nice. We're, we're still, nice. We're still looking up the mountain a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So being you're in the Nashville area, so did any of that have to do with like Dave Ramsey, or have you heard of Dave Ramsey, or anything like that? Very very aware. Um, okay. I, I think Kimberly back in the day might have gone through those classes. Uh, it did, does not have anything to do with him or his program specifically. She's always been gotcha. very financially savvy. Um, and we, we and, parked his car one time. <laughs> we did, sorry. Nice. We did park <laughs> Dave Ramsey's car one time. How, how come that didn't come up on the celebrity list? That that should have been way up there. I, w- I don't want to say it wasn't as memorable, but it just wasn't as memorable. But we uh, didn't really get to see. It was the like, SEC championship, so we didn't really get to see it. Yeah, see it was it super much. super busy. That was at the Hilton too. Yeah. What was he driving? Yeah. Was that a Rolls Royce or something? Uh, it was a nicer car than whatever. I expected, actually. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but I'm not surprised. So to answer your question, not Sorry, direct, not directly, but we did park his car once and we drive by his massive complex all the time. So it's, it's right, oh, yeah. right down 65. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh yeah. Well, no, I just, I was just going to bring it up. Cause I feel like that could be a good topic for y'all to touch on at some point is like financial literacy. And like, that's one thing, like being a young adult and being broke as a joke and like going through college, like I had student loans and it, I mean, a lot of people have student loans, but uh, it just really sucked. And, you know, we had a really cool story. We got out of debt by selling our house. Um, and then we, you know, found the Dave Ramsey program, got on it, been out of debt. And then, uh, I've taught like multiple financial peace classes and, uh, but it's just kind of helped. It, it really opened my eyes to see like how much, uh, going through like school, like you get out of school, you don't know any of this stuff. Like I didn't know, anything about doing taxes or like a mortgage or getting insurance and like just the cost of that and like how to, how to budget properly. Like I was never taught that. So go Corey, go ahead. All right. I got this gone. Okay. So one, (laughs) uh, you you know, you're not giving yourself enough credit there. Uh, not only did you guys come out of debt free, you know, by selling the house, but you guys flipped that house. All right. And made a pretty good little profit on it, uh, which was awesome. All right. So just wanted to give you some credit there because Pretty, pretty cool. All right. But now, uh, 
the average student comes out of college $33,000 in, in debt. That's the average per head per person, right? Average, which is insane. There are some people, you know, that do obviously get to come below that. And this study was done back in 2015. Okay, so it's probably maybe even gone up since then. All right. Now, not only that, you know, when you start from the very point you were just making, I don't even think it should be offered in college. I think it needs to be offered in high school as a chime time. Oh, first chime, chime time. time chime time. First chime, chime time. time. Let's go. Mm. But I think it needs to be offered in high school is basically the two S's, a the two S's world. aren't drinking and the two B's are, which is weird. That seems like it's way backwards. That's very weird. Yeah, I was expecting I was expecting everybody to have bourbon, so I got <laughs> bourbon. They're just like, let's go. With, yeah, that was a sm- smart on your your part, but not this tonight. That's generally what that's generally yeah. what I have. Uh, but yeah, all right, yeah, go ahead, Corey. Yeah, I'm, not, I, I'm not partaking till your bachelor. <clears throat> the chime interrupted. Go ahead. <laughs> But I think it needs to be an actual course offered in in high school, right? Like we do have some uh, high schools that offer an economic class, but it needs to be a real world economic class. I mean, you know, not so much to the point of balancing a checkbook anymore, but I do think that that life lessons like, you know, how are you doing taxes or, you know, even something that maybe not financial literacy, but real world literacy to increase what is common knowledge or what you would hope would be common knowledge. Like how do you change a tire? Right. Teaching, teaching kids how to do that and, and how to fend for themselves because there are so many people, you know, if, if you can't afford to go $33,000 in debt, you know, that's, that's fine. You don't want to go to college. That's fine. But you need to know how to live as a human being. And I think that that's why it needs to be offered in high school and kind of goes from there. But I think it all kind of ties in. So I would love to go in and do a full thing on, on those kind of similar topics. I have lots of thoughts. We, we, we should absolutely do that episode. I remember getting to that exact same point, moving to Nashville, college got college career ended early for me because our school closed. It's a long story, but, uh, anyway, so I kind of got thrown to the wolves like six months or nine months before I thought I was going to graduate, go to Nashville and I can't find an apartment because I don't have a credit score. I have no credit. I don't, I don't even know what credit is. I'm calling my dad <laughs> like, what is credit? And he's like, um, well, and so he explained it to me. I'm like, Oh, so I should have been working on this like five years ago. Great. Cool. So I don't have that. I don't have a job. Can't find a job because I don't have experience doing anything because I just got done with school. So I can't find a place. Can't find a job. I just want to play music. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so to your, yeah. to your point, it takes a, lot, a long time to figure that stuff out. And trial and error is dangerous because if you make a mistake, that mistake could cost you 10 years to make up. Yeah. You know? So I think... Man, that is a great, great point. And Corey, we will definitely have to do that. Dude, episode. I mean, to the average, the average hit on your credit stays on there for seven years. So I, I mean, like, I remember because oh, I shit, I hurt my knee. <laughs> <laughs> oh. COVID was not COVID was not nice to me, man. Mister story there, but so before yeah. you before you do that, I got I hurt my knee playing soccer for the co- for the college soccer team, <clears> and like the school paid for all of my visits and everything, but they didn't cover the knee brace. And like, I thought they did. They thought I was going to pay for it. I don't know where it, miscommunication happened. They were talking to my dad. My dad was talking to the school and then it kind of went away. I didn't even think about it. I just had a knee brace for a little while. It was fine. And then like three or four years later, I'm in Nashville and I get this collection letter that says you owe us fifteen hundred dollars or what nine hundred bucks. I don't know what it wasn't a ton of money. I think I think it might have just been like seven hundred and fifty. I don't know. It, anyways it was a lot for me at that time. And they're like, you know, you've you're in collections, you're in default, all this stuff. And that sat on my 
credit history for like 10 years and I had no, or seven years and I had no, like, I just assumed the school paid for it. And I just, yeah, it's crazy how that stuff, you make a slip up and then it can last for a while. But man, that is yeah. solid, That'd be a really good topic. solid, solid point to jump in. We'll, we need to do that topic for sure. Yeah. I'll tell you what, now let's, uh, you know, Cody already beat me up. Cody B already beat me up about not taking him anywhere and doing anything. So let's, let's, let's explore that a little bit. Let's talk kind of, I guess, through the, uh, you know, friendship versus family and being friends with family. You know, I think I hit Co- on it. Cody's got his talking. second topic. Mr. S has got a whole thing. He, he said huh? two things. No, he said, like eight, he said like 18 things on hygiene, but he had technically <laughs> he had technically another yeah. thing he wanted to talk about. Oh, well, fine then, Mr. Thing. S. Get your, I got, get your, get I got your thing, thing in and we can beat me up yeah. after. So uh, in fitting my personality, my two points were very laid back and uh, fun and not not super serious. That's just kind of the way I operate. So my second one is, uh, and Van probably shouldn't be surprised, is on wedding season. Great. And I have two. I had, I have one point on. I don't know if you guys covered it because I don't think you did. But the first one is this this uh, this story that I can't seem to escape, and it's a, it's a good one. You know, I basically got lost in downtown Savannah, uh, which is a scary place to be. Not not necessarily scary, but it's when it's three a.m. and Nobody's around with the police. Not not a good place to be. Um, but what Van left out, which I'm glad he did. I'm glad he didn't play the video. Is there's a video of of me uh, on the way home, which I know Corey's listened to it because I can see him laughing. Um, but there were there were there were there was a time when I lived in Nashville where people that I didn't even know would come up to me and they would quote this video. There's like eight different quotable moments in the video, but. For a long time, I would meet people, and they, this was the only thing that they knew about me. And I'm not bitter, but I'm a little bitter. Well, I apologize. <laughs> but it's okay. It's it's because fu- it's funny. It always leads to good stories. But it was just like for a little bit, I was like, "Damn, I really cannot escape this this one moment this, in time." I, if I can, if I can work it out, <laughs> I will try to put in a couple quotes, if with Cody's permission, in this. Yeah, but make it work. To your point, there's a two and a half minute video, and by the way, the stuff that happened the 30 minutes before the video and after the video are lost. <laughs> but for whatever reason, I I had this moment of clarity there on our drive home. I'm like, man, he is just. He's just run, his rambling. He, he's rambling, and he's also like he's got some zingers in there. So I'm like, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna click record on the old phone here, and yeah. then it, we end up with like two and a half minutes of absolute gold. So, with Cody's permission, here are a few clips of the infamous drive back to Tybee Island. I'm faded. Yeah, dude, <laughs> those people absolutely hated me. <laughs> When you say these people, are you talking about police officers? Yeah, 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 police officers. Police officers looking at me just like, so, so where, where's your home? I'm like, if I know, I don't know where a home is. A little faded? (laughs) Am I a little faded? (laughs) No, never. My face hurts so bad. Why? Why does it hurt? It's terrible. No, I, I, I should, I should never have gone to where I went. <laughs> 
I am sorry about that, but at the same it's time, okay. I'm not because a, a lot of people get a lot of joy out of it as well. They so. really do. The Nashville people love it. And then my last thing on weddings is kind of a, I really, I don't know, I don't think you guys got into this, but it's uh, it's about like the different kinds of wedding appearances that you make. So I kind of broke it down into three categories. One where you're in the wedding, right? So like, this is a good you're point. In, you're in the wedding, okay? The next one is like, you know the, you know the groom or the bride, but you're, you know, you just got the invite and the plus one. So you're just there for the good time. And the third one, which is kind of my favorite, is being the, the plus the, one. Yes. And you don't really know anyone at the wedding. Those, for some reason, are where I have the best time. Uh, I went to is one it? recently. Yeah, I went to one recently in Adairsville, Georgia, uh, with a good friend of mine, Callie. We have a song together. Plug, whatever. Um, <laughs> shout and, out. Uh, shout out. <laughs> Little shout out, Callie. She's Check out his Bandcamp yeah, page. It's on SoundCloud yeah. too. Uh, Spotify. Yeah. You know, you can find it everywhere. Yeah. Quick plug. But uh, no, man. Just uh, yeah. I basically just wanted to say that being the plus one is my favorite kind of kind of wedding. Dude, you're I you're have so fun correct. Being in the wedding. You're I'll so have fun <laughs> being in the wedding. But the plus one, man. You just you plus one. You don't have any expectations. Dude, you just go in. You can judge everyone. You can eat everything. You can dance. Who cares? You're just. Living loose, you're a wedding crasher at that point, basically. Because you will never see them ever again. So ever. true. Oh. oh man, that's a that's a good point. Good. All right, Corey, Mister Mister, I love to jump the gun. If you didn't listen to the, the words one last week, Corey was just itching to get to the worst words possible. I'm trying to start at the bottom of the mountain, and he's like, we, I'm, I'm going to the top. I know. It was boring. I wanted to go big. I like I, to go big. So our first little topic was talking about family versus friendship. Uh, did you have any specific questions, Corey? I know you're teeing that up, but. Um, not really anything, I guess, specific question. You know, I've, I've talked about it a little bit. Uh, you know, that uh, Cody B and I have been able to get a lot closer for probably the past, you know, 12 to 18 months, uh, which has been nice because, yeah, growing up, we, you know, we were together, but probably not, you know, like we didn't hang out. <laughs> You know, we would play each other and, you know, whatever, basketball, football, baseball, whatever was going on, you know, uh, and we would always kind of go head to head with that kind of stuff. But it, you know, it just we we had our own kind of groups. We had our own group of friends. We did kind of our own thing. Uh, I will say one of the greatest uh, basketball memories that I have growing up with uh, Cody B is I, I blocked his shot with my foot. Cause I, I literally like jumped over him and he tried to shoot and I just stuck my foot out and I blocked the shot. I'm pretty proud of that. I'm going to need, uh, I'm going to yeah. need clarification there. This is, this, this is factual. This, wow. is, this happened. Yeah. Wow. Basketball was not my thing. Actually really it was not my thing. Basketball. Were you laying on the ground when this shot happened or I was very short. All right. Okay. So can't help that. didn't grow until like junior year of high school. This. Yeah. That's well, fair. I would say so- sophomore, sophomore. I can year. relate. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Can relate. Um, well, so, uh, but so, uh, I don't think anything the, specific, sorry. you know, just, I guess, to kind of just opening it up. That's, that's really it. Just according to, it according to the rule book, by the way, Corey, that would have been not technically a foul, but you, you wouldn't ball. have kept the ball. Dead ball. That's a kick. Yeah. Ball. That's, that's a, a kick. kick. That's a kick ball. My ball. So wrong Didn't sport. Care. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. so let's, let's unpack that a little bit. You guys spent some time <clears> apart though, right? Cause I mean, you went off to the Navy pretty young you were in college and i went to college too it's it's interesting how you you grow up and you're super super young which i want to share some of those stories when you're super young but but you you do kind of grow apart it's interesting um you know i went to school when i was 18 bo was uh 
10. 10. So, I mean, yeah. you know, I have a relationship with him in that we were kids together, but he was super young. So even his like formative years, I'm kind of gone. Same, same kind of deal with you guys. Right. I mean, <clears throat> go to school, go off to the Navy. I mean, you're, you're set, you're separated. I'm sure you guys talk a little bit, but it's, it's, I guess it's easier than a friendship to keep up with because, um, you know, you, you feel the pull to call each other, but maybe you don't, maybe it actually works the other way where it's like, Oh, it's my brother. I don't have to worry about calling. You know what I'm saying? Did you guys find that at all? Anyways, growing up in general, like we were pretty much complete opposites and like our personalities were completely opposite. Like he grew up van, you would know you were polite, Uh, you were polite, kind, selfless, all of those things. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, sorry. And, (laughs) uh, yeah, no, he grew up listening to rap. You know, he was, uh, you know, he enjoyed rap. I enjoyed country. Uh, he was a basketball guy. I was baseball. Um, I, and he was very, like, outgoing, very loud. I'm just more reserved and quiet. So we were basically complete opposites. Getting Going through towards the college phase, like, I would say it was more of like, all right, we're not the same person. You're, you go do your thing. I'm going to do my thing. We'll see each other at holiday stuff. Have Have fun. Love you. I mean, you're my brother. I love you. I'm always going to love you. But, like, you know. We just did not have a whole lot in common and just kind of how it was. And I was just like, all right, whatever. Like I've got other friends I can have, have conversations with and kind of act as a brother in a way. So, so, so recently it sounds like you guys, I've heard both of you say this, it's kind of changed a little bit. You're getting a little bit closer. What is that? Is it, is it uh, commonality? I mean, you're both fathers now and is it just is it connectivity is it the fact the fact you can do a zoom i mean what what's what, what do you guys attribute that to for me i'll i mean I'll speak for me like i don't i guess like being a part of that monday night group with a bunch of these guys like in developing deep more intimate relationship with men around me i'm like man i've got really good relationships with these guys but and i and something that i even talked to them about I was like me and my brother don't have a great relationship and like something that I prayed about and was just like, you know, I want to have a good relationship. I don't know. I don't know how to make that happen, but I don't even know what started it, who started it or what, but COVID want to be a blessing for our relationship. And so we just started calling each other. I would, uh, so before we moved to ARAB, I was still in Montgomery and I would basically work up here, uh, Monday through Friday and then drive home back to Montgomery, be there for the weekend and then turn right back around, come back up. But so every Friday, it just kind of became a thing. I'd call him on the way down. We just, we'd talk for an hour or so and just kind of catch up. And uh, it just, it just got better from there, basically. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it, uh, I'd say it, it definitely helped. You know, we were always, you know, only two years apart. So we're not that far apart in age. But when you're growing up, up to, you know, like 18, two years apart seems like an eternity. Right. I mean, we're at different stages in our lives as we're growing up when I'm 16 and he's 14, when I'm 18, he's six, you know, like we're just, we're two different head spaces. And then, yeah, and obviously growing up, we were just extremely different. Uh, you know, ever since Jonah was born, obviously we've talked about it. I have calmed down quite a bit, uh, from my rambunctiousness, you know, we'll, uh, we'll leave it at that. Uh, and then after Emily was born, you know, I think that kind of got us basically on the same kind of playing field, right? Like, hey, we're both new dads. We're both trying to figure this out. We're both, you know, newly married. We're both, 
you know, in our first real jobs, you know, like it was just, there's a lot kind of still going on. Um, and then effort. I mean, you know, we, we've never, we never tried. I mean, you know, it was always like, Hey, what's up? You know, I'll see you at Thanksgiving. Let's play some football. All right. Hey, we're playing cornhole. You're on my team. Cause I know you're an athlete. Let's play. And you know, we'd, we'd rock the Thanksgiving cornhole tournament. That was basically it. Uh, but you know, it was, uh, just, that was, that was just kind of it. And then he's like, you know, cause now you're at a point where even, you know, your best of friends aren't in that same headspace. Right. You know, like I have guys who are, you know, five years older than me that still act like they're 16. You know, they haven't kind of grown and matured the way that, that, that Cody has. Right. And so it's, it's allowed us to kind of get onto the same level. We have a lot more commonalities and then, yeah, it's just the effort. I mean, we finally were like, you know what? We do need to do this because, you know, hey, I, you know, me and Van, you talk about it. You know, we've, we've been best friends for 18 years. Well, you know, me and Cody have been in each other's lives for 29. So, you know, it's – and he'll, you know, he'll always win. He'll always be there the longest. So even, you know, till you know, 70 years from now, going to be there. So you might as well try to make it work. I, w- I waited like I waited like 15 years for Corey to grow up, and he kept waiting for me to act, act, he kept waiting for me to act young. So I don't you know yeah. meet in the middle somewhere, right? So. Yeah, leveled each other out. I, what I don't up know, for you guys? I don't know, like if Mr. S and I. That's just so strange. Uh, I'm gonna say Cody for this story. <laughs> cool. You know, uh, we were super super close growing up, super young. I feel like inseparable. Um, from playing games upstairs where Cody is now hanging out right now. Dude, I've my got room. Hawker written. Get I've out of Hawker my room. Down in so, my notes. Go ahead. Go ahead and tell, go ahead and tell that one. That's a good one. That's a kid. Well, one. I mean, we, we basically just invented a game called Hawker, which was a, a mix between soccer and hockey. We had and these we would set up, we would set up goals on different sides of the room and we had these plastic blue hockey uh, sticks hockey that were like, how do you say it? Small. I can't think of the word plastic. Not small. They were plastic, but there was like air on the inside. What do you, what do you call hollow. that? Hollow. Yeah. Ho- like little sometimes. plastic hollow hockey sticks. <laughs> like kid, like yeah. kid stuff. But we used a soccer ball as the ball. Not mm. like a full. Yeah. Not like a full ball. I think it was like a size three or size four or something. Yeah. And we would just smack the stuff out of it. Yeah, I ended up playing more goalie. I yeah. took a lot more of the shots. <laughs> Right. Older brother sometimes, just wanted sometimes to the stick. Sometimes the stick missed the ball and hit the hit the body. You know, it's just that, the way it that did times. happen. But you got to learn. You know, the younger brother, you got to take some shots. It's the way to. It's how you grow up. But we, I think we were, uh, Cody Bell will attest. Any game that we made up, I would. It didn't even matter if it wasn't a made up game. I made up rules as we would go. Just so <laughs> the older brothers always got to win. It didn't matter. I win. Why? Always. Because I yeah. win. Yeah, the famous yes. Big Daddy line there. Um, yes. So. Just to, to wrap up the, the friend family thing, I mean, so, you know, we grew apart as well. Um, you know, Cody goes to, to college. So I moved to Nashville and then I get busy. I got to learn what credit is. Uh, and so I really grew, <laughs> I really grew apart of, from Cody and from Bo for a couple years probably. Um, and then Cody gets done with school. Did you move to Atlanta right away? No, you moved to Nashville right away, right? I'm sorry. I lived at home, I lived at you home, lived at for, home about, for a little bit. For about six months. Yeah. Between May of my graduation and February. Yeah. And I was job hunting and quote unquote working for dad, which I still don't really know what I did. Uh, answered some emails every now and then, and he would occasionally give me money. Um, but, uh, 
<laughs> but uh, no, uh, like uh, middle of February, my room, my old roommate who I just got done living with uh, for now, which that's probably that'll probably be it. Um, not for any bad reason, but uh, I was in the I was in the process of moving to Atlanta, and he was helping me find work. And he was like, "Yo, I got a company. Let's work together." Yada yada yada. Or here's here are these jobs that I'm also looking at. And the first interview that I had didn't go very well. I didn't get it. And then like the next day, Van called me and he was like, "Yo, I've got a. I mean, it's valet work, but I've got a great job up here in Nashville. And you've been living at home. Like, why don't you just get out of the house and come live with me in Nashville?" Because uh, Van had some other circumstances that was going on, which was. You know, he was in the process of moving as well. So it was just a great opportunity. Uh, we kind of always wanted to live together. Um, I think, I think you would agree with yeah, that. Yeah, that, that, yeah. <laughs> that's one of those as a kid, you're like, yeah, we should totally live together one day. And then uh, you, you actually do it. And it's like, well, this isn't like you remembered it being, I mean, it, we had a, look, we <laughs> yeah. had a, an absolute blast. I really loved yeah. that year that we lived together. Um, and, and, uh, you know, I went away for a little bit and then I came back. Yeah, uh, I guess what I'm getting. I guess what I'm getting at is like, it's full circle. It, it's funny how you go in and out, but you know, at the end of the day, there is that familial um, connection that you have. You know, you you said it earlier, Cody Bell. Like, it's at the end of the day, I'm gonna love you. I'm always gonna love you, no matter what. Like, you could disappear for six months and go undersea or whatever, and then you come back and like we'll just pick up. And uh, you you know, you're always gonna kind of have that thing, which is which is pretty cool. So. <coughs> Um, do we want to move to to the next topic? Yeah, let's do it. Let's so we talked it. about was it Hawkers? Hawker, Hawker whatever it was. was Hawker. the Santos. Hawker. 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 Hawkaluvi. That's what it sounds like. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Cody Santos, give me a good what a van story growing up. A van story. Well, so when I when I was going back and looking through some stuff, obviously. Um, not obviously. I was uh, the uh, the specific stories that I picked up were involving the both of you. Um, uh, fair enough. Then the main, but the I don't the, know. The two, I don't know. I don't like wherever this is gonna go. Yeah, I told you, mom already knows most of these stories, so it's gonna be okay. Um, and you can edit it out if you want to. But uh, no, the 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 ones that I looked up or that I kind of brought for me and Van weren't so much stories. It was kind of like the habitual things that we did. Um, so Van obviously. Uh, we we didn't talk about talk about it in the last subject, but basically I was Van Shadow growing up. He played soccer, I played soccer. He got a guitar. I was like, all right, I'm gonna play guitar. I sucked at guitar. I'm gonna be a drummer. Uh, <laughs> so like, yeah, basically anything that Van was interested in, I was like, all right, that's what I'm gonna do. He played college soccer. I was like, that's what I'm gonna do. So when, uh, once Van started playing guitar, I picked up drums, and within a year, we would have these full on rock concerts upstairs. Um, and it was a mix of, you know, Stairway to Heaven was normally like the first song that we played, which I don't know why it was the first song we played. It's because that the was three the minutes. I don't do anything. First song I learned how there's to no play drums guitar in the on. Yeah, but there's no drums in the first three minutes. So I'm just sitting there. It's the same reason twir- why Corey. Twirling my stick and I'm just like, yeah, I'm it's in It's the same this reason why Corey always wins the made up game. That's why. Because he's the older brother. That's why we played exactly, Stairway to yeah. Heaven first. Yeah. 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 But, you know, we threw in, like, Breaking Benjamin and Three Days Grace, and we had strobe lights and lava lamps. Lava lamps. And I wore wore fingerless gloves 
because I thought that was cool. You were a big, you were big in the Green Day. You were big in the Green Day. So I was a big sense. Green Day guy. That makes we sense. did play uh, "Wake Me Up When September Ends," and I did have a little mini like plastic xylophone that I would play on, which was really cool. Uh, so full on rock concerts upstairs was a big one, and then this this next one also ties into music uh, and that kind of whole vibe, which that's a big thing that we've connected on uh, and still do to this day. Was every now and then we would just get in our dad's BMW and uh, just drive around the neighborhood, uh, open up the, what's the sunroof, uh, sunroof, open up the sunroof, open up the windows, and just blast and just blast like Breaking Benjamin or Lincoln Park. Uh, his friends in college called it cock rock. I I think it's rock and just in general, just rock. But uh, yeah, just rock and roll. We would go ape shit in the car for like. I love it. I love it <laughs> for like. For like 20, 30 minutes and just drive around. So those are my those were those are my van memories. Uh, those are those stories. are so good. We would just I'm like, yeah. you want to go take a drive, and then we would just take a drive, and yeah. we decked out that room upstairs. The only thing we didn't have was a fog machine. I don't think we ever had. A fog machine. <laughs> I would have liked to have had that. We had strobe lights. We had like colored lights. We had lava lamps. We had all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah, we had black lights too. Black lights, dangerous yeah. upstairs. All right. Uh, Story, Cody Bell. Story, do the same thing. Same story time. Mm. <laughs> do the same thing. Do the same Do the same thing. So similar, similar thing. Like it, it was really hard to pinpoint one good story uh, to share. So I'm, I just have like a lot of little things. Um, so this, this is all gonna full circle, tie back together. So first off, Corey, I was the one who called you about Kobe Bryant, RIP. You, you said you thought Van may have called you during the 2020 recap. I called you because I was like, dude, did you hear, did you hear what happened? And you're like, what are you talking about? Anyways, so I had to say, when, <laughs> when we were younger and, you know, Corey was, you know, he loved Kobe Bryant. So he got a Kobe Bryant jersey. I remember watching the Lakers, Sixers, NBA Finals in Uncle Glenn's basement. And, like, never forget Allen Iverson stepping over. What's his name? T. Lou, baby. Lou. Yeah, T. Lou. There you go. And so I was like, Allen Iverson. I love that guy. He's short like me. He's awesome. So I had an Allen Iverson jersey just because I'm like, dude, he's awesome. I got to have that. So Corey and I would play one-on-one basketball, and he would always beat me. Except one day. And I will always bring this up because basketball is not my thing. It was his thing. But we played one-on-one, and I beat him. And I will always have that. But, but don't, I'm going to tell the full story. Don't worry. <laughs> later, this is great. Later, later that afternoon, Corey winds up in the hospital uh, because he had bacterial meningitis. And you're no Michael Jordan. You cannot play through like he did with the flu. So, all right. I still am going to hold up. I could have died. Mind. That's a little different. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. Well, you're okay. You're here. Still they had there. to he drink die from the flu out of my brain. Like, I could have died. Stop you still lost. But sure, you won one time. Yeah, but you still lost. Hey, so he'll always have that one time. Always. That's great. So, love that. That I mean, just like, but the, the stuff I enjoyed growing up, to, to like doing stuff together, was like we would play. We played on the same team multiple times. Like we played baseball together at Randolph. Um, just. Mostly baseball growing up. I don't. Do we ever play anything? Well, I got one. Go Hold on. I'm cutting you off because I got one just Go on that it. point. So to uh, both Cody's, 
uh, are extremely gifted baseball players. Okay, let's just uh, let's put that out there. Not maybe not so much anymore. They probably suck now, but they used to be very gifted baseball players. They both okay. have a look of shock and disdain. I just want to note that for the viewers. <laughs> yes. Oh yes, yes, please, yes, yeah. So uh, Cody B in eighth grade played up after their middle school season got done on the varsity uh, with Van and I. Uh, both of them were pitchers. Uh, Cody B definitely was, uh, you know, he, he, he pitched for us, all right? I was generally the catcher, uh, unless I had caught, you know, like eight million games in a row, which at this point I had. And so uh, I was a pretty good bat, and so they put me out in, you know, an outfield. It's pretty fast. Uh, and so I play outfield whenever I'm too tired to catch. So for whatever reason, we're playing uh, our rival at the time, Madison Academy, who has, you know, everybody and their mother who's going to go play D1 baseball and uh, against an eighth grader. They were good. And didn't matter how good Cody could pitch. <clears throat> these guys were just taking batting practice. All right. And I was in left field. My uh, and, and Cody's Cody's pitching. And I I've this ball goes up. All right. And I just, I just turn around and start running. I just start running. And my center fielder does not tell me where the fence is. He does not give me any warning whatsoever. So I ran through that fence, and uh, it did not end up well. And, you, and it's all Cody's fault because he couldn't pitch. He it's couldn't not, pitch anymore. <laughs> it's, not, it's not funny. It's a little funny. Oh, I was hurt. <laughs> I was, I I'm do. pretty sure I got a concussion. I did, not remember, I did not remember that story until you said you were in the outfield, and I was like, oh. And Dude, this was, is I, what's knew he, I knew he was going with it. Yeah. Ben Epps yeah. was our center fielder, a senior who should have known better to tell me where the fence was. He did not. I was not happy about it. Sorry. Continue. No, it's okay. I mean, the <laughs> really only other things, the only other things, was just like playing ball together. That was always fun growing up. But going, I mean, a thing that and the thing that we've continued to do is uh, now we go, to, we try to travel uh, for Alabama football games. We try to hit up all the SEC stadiums. Um, so that's been a fun new thing that we've been doing. Um, two quick ones going to see Alabama play Vandy in basketball, uh, at Vandy and we lost and some random college, college guy, Corey was like, I think maybe eight, 10. And so like, you know, I'm two years younger. He gets in Corey's face. He's like, hey, face old kid, we just beat you. And like, we were, I think that was when we were ranked pretty high and like they upset us. The one year. It was a big deal. But yeah, the one year. Yeah. And then I remember we went to SEC. Uh, yeah, Art Man, love him. Uh, I was always picking fights. We yeah, we, well we went to an SEC championship, uh, no SEC tournament for basketball. And I remember Corey and I getting on the jumbotron, and Corey actually won uh, fan of the game. So Shut just like up. cool random, yeah, Sick. yeah he did. Really happened. So I, I was yeah. gonna bring up trips because. Taking family trips together can be some of the funnest stuff, sibling wise. Um, not to oh, cut, yeah. not to cut you off. Um, no, I'm. But I'm good. some of my favorites with Cody and with Bo were we had the roller coaster bug, and I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's because I wanted it. I remember I had like the Sims theme park games like on our in the old PCs in the house, and I would just build out my own like theme parks. I loved it. I just loved that stuff. Um, but we had some amazing trips, Bush Gardens. 
Tampa, and then, uh, you know, Universal. We went up to Cedar Point in Ohio, and some of those trips for me were fantastic because I got to ride all the rides, and, and Cody and Bo couldn't because they were too short. So that was, like, the <laughs> most fun. I'm, jo- I'm, I'm joking. Yeah, Cedar Point. I'm jo- hey, I, hey, that, hey, quick. That uh, was yeah, a fabrication. From that, well, a nice little story from that trip is we had – so at the time they had the two tallest roller coasters in the world. Uh, one was like the dragster. It's one of those ones you just the go mo- up in the air. The millennial, like millennium. Yeah, millennium, millennial. Falcon. It wasn't, it wasn't it's not Falcon. Falcon. Millennium no, Falcon. But whatever. Yeah, that's that's Star Wars. But anywho, it's this. It's one of those ones. It just drags you up slowly. It takes like a minute and a half to get to the top. We wait in line for like three hours, and I'm terrified the whole time. And I'm just like, there, there's no, like, I'm there's no way I'm getting on this thing. There's no way. So like, we finally get to the we get to the part where we get to sit down, and I'm like, Van's behind me, and it's a two seater. And I'm just like walking through and I'm like, I sat down for a second and I was like, I can't do it. I took like one step out of the, uh, out of the cart and Van grabbed me by my shirt, pulled me down and, and put the, the seat lap thing over me and was like, you're doing this. We sat to there. This day, nice. To this day, uh, best thing you've ever done for me. It, That's wow. not true. Of all of the things, it was forcing <laughs> you to ride a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. we, we, no lie, waited like an hour and a half. And this was a hot Ohio day. I, f- I feel like I remember it being pretty warm. Yeah, it was and so we're time. sitting cooking in the sun, and we finally get up there, and Cody starts like kind of welling up, and he's like start freaking out a little bit. And I'm just like, nah, get on. We're doing this. And it, it was probably one of my last one of my favorite roller coaster rides of all time but um those and then road trips did you guys do you guys did a lot of traveling and stuff i know for thanksgiving you guys always do that stuff but um getting in a car we had this old we always had minivans which was just mm, just so much fun you know what i'm saying but we would always like take out the middle seat or take out some seats and like lay down in the back and like we brought xboxes when we got older so we were playing like tony hawk's pro skater 2 in the back of a minivan just flying down 65 you guys got any of those stories yeah let me tell you how big of a d-bag i was oh here we go so we we didn't have we didn't we i think we had the minivan for a little while but our travel car for the longest time was the yukon all right so we had three rows Right. Uh, and I was always a big dude. Right. I've always been one of the tallest guys around. Right. I've always been big. You're right. And uh, and so I would always sit in the third row and then collapse one of the chairs in front of me down and spread out like I was the king sitting, you know, in my throne. And I made my two brothers squeached until the like seat and a half that was in the second row. Cause all the, all the luggage and everything would be back there, you know, with me. And I got, I got to just spread out. It was great. I loved it. But, uh, you know, one of the things we, I was actually talking to Katie about this the other day. Uh, cause so Jonah started his first week of school this week. Right. So we were, it's it been a lot of reflecting Yay. going on in, in our household. And, uh, it was a lot of, you know, like I remember when we were little, we used to go and do just a lot of stuff that we would not let Jonah do now. So like talking about trips and things, you know, we, we went down to the beach a lot, right? So our family had a, a beach house down in Gulf Shores. We would go down there for just about any and every vacation we possibly could growing up when we were really little. And I, dude, Cody and I would go, we'd just leave. We'd just, we would go like two miles down the beach We'd go find some random bridge and we'd go hunting for hermit crabs at oh, like yeah. seven years old. And like, I can't, I, Jonah won't even, he can't, he's not even out of the house. Like, 
without a leash on him. Like I don't, I, I don't get. It's so crazy. To times, me. times Some are of the stuff that we used to do. Times are very, very different. Cody asked, "Do you remember the? Yeah. Creek, you remember the Creek story?" Yeah, yeah. We tried to get to Dairy Queen. Yeah, so we had one. this little creek behind our house, which in hindsight was downstream from a, uh, like, a, I don't want to say a ranch, it's, but a horse. It's a ranch. It's no, a it's ranch. A ranch. Uh, yeah. yeah. So looking back as an adult now was probably horrifically disgusting in there. But as a kid, we had a blast. So we had a rope swing. So there was a little, yeah, there was, there was different parts of the creek that you could go down. And at one point we tried to like build a dam. We had a whole summer where we tried to build a dam down there. We kept moving rocks oh. from other parts of under the bridge to like make a dam. I don't know why we thought that was cool. And then we were going to like wade in the water there. So that was, was going like really, a three month project. That, that was going really well for a couple months. Yeah. Yeah. It was a couple months. We'd go down there like every weekend or whatever. So we're, we're doing really, really well. And then van goes down there one day, picks up one of the rocks off the top of the dam. And I look down and there's a snake curled up right under that sucker. And, uh, that was the end of that project. I, Eric, I think, I think Eric Shaughnessy Eric might have been there. I think Eric Shaughnessy might have been there. That's like a bridge to yeah. yeah, it's like a bridge to Terabit, uh, Terabithia yeah. type thing. Like you so, don't go by yourself. And then we we went back. Buddy system. We, every time we went back, we would see that little snake poking its head out, and it literally started living there on the dam. So, anyways, back to the creek story here. There was a rope swing, and then one day we decided we're gonna try to get all the way to Dairy Queen which is you go over the creek and then you go back through some woods and then, hey, we'll be at Dairy Queen and we can get some ice cream or whatever. Well, someone had practice this day. Um, it was you, right, Cody? It, it was wasn't me. me. It was you? No, it was me. I had practice. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, I yeah. cell phones don't exist yet for kids, Yeah. for us. We didn't have cell phones, I don't think, at this point, did we? There's, nah. no, there's no way. We're way too young nah. for that. So we're Mom like, said be back by like two, and we were like, we don't know what time that is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was definitely, it was yeah. definitely one of those. Be back by this time. And so, I can't. Did she meet us on the other side of the creek? She did, didn't she? I don't know. Yeah, because we told her we were trying to do, and yeah, I, everyone took their shoes off to walk through the creek, and I didn't. And Mama just bought me those shoes. So she was really. That's a typical yeah, Cody. A that's a typical Cody move right there. <laughs> Mom, whenever you do listen to this one, I am sorry. She shows up. She shows up frantic, very upset, and I would assume a little scared from a motherly perspective. Like, didn't yeah. know where we were, didn't, couldn't find us. We we're off in the woods somewhere, and uh, at least at the end of the day, we were fine. But that's what. Uh, yeah, we we were out there running around doing crazy stuff too. I've got two stories. Yeah. I'm going to tell one, and then I'm going to say, like, two words, <clears> and <throat> I'm pretty sure Cody B is going to pick up on what the second story is, and I'll let him take it. This, will probably be, this might be a two-parter. You said you, have, said you, said you have this may be a two-parter. You have two stories? We have unlimited have two, yeah. stories. There's literally <laughs> a, a limitless <laughs> amount of stories. I wrote two down. Limitless. All right, limit, so. Limit, limit, I've limit. Got, I've <laughs> got two, especially going off of the one you just said. So Cody and I moved around. 8 million times growing up, right? I think I've hit on that before. But there was uh, one move when we lived right on the outskirts of the Okefenokee Swamp down in South Georgia, all right? We, uh, we were out playing in the woods, and very similar to you, it's like a, hey, be home by two. Like, I don't know what, okay. So we're just out playing. We have, you know, a couple friends that we had made in the neighborhood, and we're, we're out in the woods. And we're trying to see how far we can go into the woods. We're just like, Screw it. Let's go. We're going to go have fun. We're going to go on a little adventure. That's awesome. 
so we're, we end up getting to a, a kind of a broken down fence. We go, go through it. We keep going. We're not thinking anything of it. I mean, we're, we're probably at least a mile, mile and a half back into these woods. All right. Uh, and we get to Swampland. Mm. And so we kind of get to a point where we can't go any further. And all of a sudden, we look down this little path, and there, in my mind now, it was at least 40 feet of alligator. Oh, now, wow. in reality, it's probably a six, seven-foot gator, all right? But in my mind, it is Godzilla sitting over there. Yeah. Okay? And we take off. And there's, how, Cody, how many, were there four of us? Five of us? I mean, there was a couple of yeah. with us. Yeah. I just can't remember how many. Yeah. But anyway, we're taking off. <clears throat> and uh, Cody was the youngest, and he, he wasn't the slowest, but he was the slowest. And so <laughs> we took off. The shade. And we're, we're running, and I turn around, and there's nobody near me. And I'm like, what's going on? And I'm, 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 I'm trying to find people, and everybody else keeps coming past me. I'm like, all right, where's Cody? Where's Cody? And they're like, I, I don't know. And so I turn around and start sprinting back. And we had crawled through that fence, right? Cody was caught on some barbed wire that was around this oh. fence oh. and could not keep going, like screaming bloody murder. Because there's an alligator chasing us, all right? I don't think he ever moved. But again, in my mind, <laughs> Godzilla was chasing us. Okay, and so I like yank this dude off, like tearing his shirt, the whole thing, and we we just take off running. We get back to the neighborhood, and there are about four or five cop cars, because it was way past two o'clock or whatever time it was. Mom and Dad said be it home. was after, and they had it was after dark. Z- oh, they had zero clue where we were. Great, and we just came like walking in, like nothing happened. Like, hey, we're here. What's up, guys? <laughs> so mad at us. So fast. It was so bad. But yeah, save Cody from an alligator. So, you know, that's that's what I'm going to say. Wow. Yeah, it, it counts. It counts. Saved. Yeah. Say, well, listen, <laughs> hey, there's that story, or there's the story when I gave you your first black eye. Oh, yeah. Remember that one? Bring that one on. That was a Go good one. Man, so how old were we? Like three and five? Like we were little. Six and four. Okay. Like you really know. Anyways, I we do were know young because it was when we lived in Tuscaloosa. Okay, so, anyways, we were super young. Uh, I don't know, of course, if we were just like watching TV, if he was playing like Nintendo or whatever. Like we had the old uh, Zenith console TV. Yeah, I know exactly like, that one. We had one too. Oh yeah, sure. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and so he's either sitting there watching, you know, watch TV or playing a game, whatever. I don't know. I don't know what comes over me. I, I walk up to him, drop trowel, and just start peeing all over him. <laughs> Don't know why, but I did. He turned around, punched me right in the eye. I just started crying, and, and then I got a black eye. So not much to that story, but I peed on him, and he punched me. But it's still me, a funny so. story. I think it's yeah. funny. <laughs> that, is, that is not where I thought that was going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a brother yeah. story right there. That's just, that's just yeah. a brother oh. story. Oh, man. That is. That is. Do we, Cody, we got anything like that? Well, <laughs> do, do please Ooh. edit this out, but I've done that as a grown man. I was told about it after the fact, but yeah. Not on, uh, me. Not on me. I did that one time. Not on me. That makes sense. No. Yeah. <laughs> It was one of those. It was one of those three to four a.m. The witching hour type. Uh, oh yeah. Things oh, that yeah. 
Wow. Oh man. Um, well, hold on. Uh, little little Mister S said he had a few few stories he wanted to share. Uh, this other one, I don't know why this sticks with me. I don't know if you guys, you guys probably remember it, but for some reason, y'all two got into some kind of prank war with each other. It was like towards the end of high school. <laughs> And we talked about this the other day. Oh, y'all talked about it? <laughs> okay, yeah. Hey, bring this yeah. up. Let's go. Let's so, go in. So like, Van, so, like, Van, like, grabs me and he's like, yo, we're going to Walmart or Walgreens or something. And I'm like, all right, let's go. I'm like, yes, man. I'm like, let's do it. And uh, he starts buying uh, Post-it notes, uh, Saran wrap. There was some other stuff involved. I think it was just the main, mainly those two things, right? <laughs> those are the main things. And then a toilet paper as well. I think some TP involved. Yeah. And I'm like... Dude, what are we doing? He's Dude, like, was there car paint too? I cannot remember. I don't think we painted his car. We, the no. car paint, not you, no, not mm-hmm. you, but car paint got involved with some other people around the. Yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. But that yeah, anyway. or, then, or when we pumpkined, uh, what's his name's car? You remember that? And we smashed pumpkins, and you don't remember that? I do remember that, but I don't remember whose that was. It was that senior kid who had the Miata because the Miata annoyed me. Yes, yeah. I can't uh, remember his remember, name. Though. Was was he the same one who uh, Sam? Was it Sam Barr? It was no. Was, it wasn't Sam. No, it was Hudson. It's it was Adam Alex Alex Smith. Did, because it was Alex, Alex Smith. Smith. It was the quarterback name. That's what his name was. He had the Alex Miata Smith. that they tried to drive into into, into the the, uh, the snack country. snack room. Oh, the student lounge. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it was Miss Hudson. That was when Ms. that was when Hudson dropped the door. What was and what ripped was it off? Son. What was his name? James? Doesn't, doesn't Something Hudson. James Hudson. Kid. It was James. James. Yeah, yeah. James Hudson. Shout out them yeah. because that was a big <laughs> shout out. Hey, them. Talk about talk about <laughs> pranks, man. Talk about pranks. That was uh, that got real. Try yeah, to drive a car explained. into a school, into a small room in a school. I pretty sure he got expelled. He might have. He got definitely got in trouble. Pretty good. All right. Hey. So continue with your story, Cody. So, well, yeah. I mean, we've kind of already alluded to what happened, but we ended up going to Corey's house. <laughs> Cars outside. Corey, one of your friends was over, I think. Was it what? Was it Seabass? Seabass might have been over. I don't know. He might he have had been. A, he had somebody over. But anywho, me and Van spent like probably 30, 45 minutes, maybe even more, post-it noting Corey's car, wrapping it in saran wrap. And, you know, we're trying to be all sneaky about it. And at some point, I think, Corey, you might have poked your head. It's been a while. But I think you poked your head out the window or you opened the garage and you were like, I've seen you the whole time. Like, you just watched us do the whole thing, I'm pretty sure. It did. You were just like, you know what, let them have their fun. Because I, was like, I deserved uh, it. This was yeah, like, I, I deserved think, it. I think he had gotten yeah. my truck. And so I, this, well, this was so a, Sebastian, yeah, Sebastian and I, instead of post-it noting and doing everything on the outside of your truck. Oh, yeah. We post-it noted inside. everything on the inside yeah. of the truck. Yes. NTP Drowse. Well, this was when those now. those prank shows were pretty big at the time. I think all yeah. the jackass guys went on to do prank shows. And I, I remember the one that stuck with me that I always wanted to do that I never did was taking hole punches, like all the little the little uh, <laughs> like like uh, confetti things, and putting yeah. them in someone's uh, air conditioning vents and then crank it up to like when this was a physical knob, crank it up to like 10 and then when they get in it just goes boom and just like <laughs> shoots yeah. it at all in their face i never did that one but i still think about it daily um yeah but so uh, i remember the, in college and this has nothing to do with anybody on this right now but i know preston listens and i know how mad he got when we did this to him uh we take a bunch of uh solo cups because we just i don't know they were just around in college i don't really know why uh, but we what do those even get used up. for, anyways? I don't, dude. I do not know. With uh, with water, 
and literally lined the entire hallway outside of his bedroom door so he couldn't get out. And then I tried to put the uh, custom-made Pong table taped against his door so when he opened it up, he literally couldn't go anywhere anyway. He didn't <laughs> like that. He did not. He did not. Yikes. He did not like that. It did not so it's well. borderline cruel. The one thing I do no, remember is cruel. The one thing I do remember from because I think I think I came to get you twice with the <coughs> post-it notes. I could be wrong, but there was one time that was we put a lot into it, and it was dude. You spelled out like the script A because I think you were going to the Alabama game the next day, and so that's why I put out I scripted the A with with like pink sticky notes yep. instead of the yellow ones, and then we saran wrapped, and then we then we put the toilet paper on it or whatever. But I remember you you saying like the next day it was like it did take you like thirty minutes to pull everything off and it was pretty inconvenient that you had to wait to leave <laughs> because you had to take all the stuff yes. off. So mission accomplished. Pretty yeah. good. All right, so well, I'm sure more stories will come out, but let's transition real fast. You guys are both the middle brother, so obviously there's a lot of stigmas that come with being the oldest brother, the the middle. And the youngest, uh, you know, usually in threes. I guess if there's more than three, that's just there's a lot going on there. But the middle brother gets a lot of a stigma. So, do you? What do you guys think? How's your persona with that? How do? You, how's your? You know, what do you? What do you think about that? Seabell. Uh, all right. Um, I guess with with typical like middle children syndrome, whatever you want to call it. Like, I don't know if I'm like of that mold particularly but being the middle child definitely had an effect on like kind of who i am today um so i mean it's mentioned been mentioned before on the pod that you know we have a little brother who is special needs and so relationship with him is a lot different like you know Corey's an older brother to him just like i am but like treating him like a brother you know obviously love him want to talk to him and but it's it's hard to have that connection because he's not there mentally um, to be able to have that you know deep relationship I guess right um, and then so so growing up you know I think Van you you probably have been witness to some maybe bad choices by Corey um, and him being the older brother uh, and so nope and I, I've talked <laughs> but I've I've talked to Corey about this just like. So maybe some of the bad choices that he made put stresses on my parents and then add in my little brother that has special needs adds even more stress. And so to me growing up, I'm like, what can I do to be easy and not stress, not add even more stress to my parents? So I'm like, I'm like the compliant, easygoing. I will do whatever you want. Like, yeah, let's, let's, let's go for it. I'm, me. I'm cool. So me. yeah, me. <laughs> yeah. Basically, so and and this could be something cool to eventually talk about on else pod too is enneagram types. So do y'all know about that? Uh, I do, I do. My wife is. What are you? My wife is all into it. I, it's been a while since I did it, so I'm not quite sure. I don't remember what my number is, gotcha. and, and I'm not in that headspace right now. But we should definitely do that gotcha. one day. Yeah, Corey, you're at, you're you're one. That definitely definitely yep. makes sense. So I'm I'm a nine, and a nine is entitled peacemaker. Because I will do anything to maintain peace. And so I think that has a lot to do just like with, with the sibling situation, just my upbringing. Like, I just want peace. And so I was willing to do just about anything to, to have that and just, again, be the easygoing, like, just make everything good and happy and fun. That, like, 
Uh, that that sounds a little more um, like unique. It sounds like a little bit more of a unique middle brother situation. Which you're correct. I mean, with yeah. um, Spencer being special needs, you're you're kind of in the middle. You know, Cody, yeah. Cody, Mister S here. I feel like he has more of your traditional. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I just I just looked up middle child syndrome, and I could not <laughs> disagree more. It says is the belief that middle children are excluded, ignored, or even outright neglected because of their birth order. That is absolutely that is the false. Furthest thing from the truth. That's not maybe, what happened with us. Maybe for yeah, not for me. Do you want uh, Do you want me to say it, or do you want to growing tell them growing what up? Your, what your uh, nickname was? Yeah, my nickname growing up was Prince Cody. Was the um, prince? <laughs> I was the prince. The prince that was promised to the family. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know what I did to deserve that. Um, that was me, dude. I'm that yeah. I was. What, I was what happened for you to deserve that. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I think one of the biggest things. Um, and I don't know. Yeah, well, it's mainly. Dad loved me a lot. All right, <laughs> and I think one of the main reasons was, uh, growing up, our dad was very heavy into athletics. He was always our coach. Um, hell, even. I played baseball all the way through high school, and after my sophomore year, he didn't like the way the team was performing, so he became a coach for Randolph Baseball. Not surprised. Um, <laughs> yeah, which is great. But uh, um, not to toot my own horn or anything, but sports kind of came easy to me. I was pretty, I was pretty gifted um, in most most subject um, subjects of sports. I was a pretty good basketball player, soccer, baseball. So I, you know, I kind of thrived in those situations, and. Uh, yeah, I think we, me and my dad bonded a lot um, over that. Um, I remember specifically every baseball game, we just, you know, we had the same five songs that played in our car, uh, and we would just get hyped up together. Um, the ride home wasn't always the, that uh, situation, depending on how I played. Ooh. <laughs> the, the, ride, <laughs> hey, the, the ride home was going one of two ways. There was no middle road. Yeah. I would, you know, I, if I knew I played bad, I would get in, I would turn the radio on. And he would turn it right off and be like, don't do that. Um, but, uh, I mean, that's, I think that's where that all kind of stimulated from. Uh, then I've, you know, I've had my ups and downs personally. Um, so with, with, uh, kind of the whole, not, not in a terrible way, but you know, just like anyone has their issues in life. Uh, you know, I've had in and out relationships with dad over the years. We're in a really good spot right now, which is great. Um, all of them being my fault in the end. Uh, so uh, I don't I don't think I fit the exact mold of a middle child. Um, and the whole you know thing about peacekeeping is that's kind of a trait that I, I don't know if I show that all the time in family situations. I think I have because uh, uh, Bo and dad like to go at it a lot, kind of in a playful manner. You're but probably I'm like, showing hey, it let's, more let's now. Let's calm down a little bit. You're probably showing yeah. it now more now than before. Yeah, but I've shown that a lot with my friends. Uh, uh, in the last, you know, five years, um, I'm not really big in a confrontation. I'd rather just let's squash this and have a good time. And let's not, you know, no need to spoil a moment over some petty stuff. So I'm, I'm normally, I like to play the peacekeeper. Um, that's about all I got for that. I mean, I can, I can attest, like yeah, I was going to say, I can but. attest to a lot of those things. I mean, the, the truth was I got, I mean, I was super young, so I don't, I'm not saying it was terrible or anything. I'm glad with the way I turned out. But dad was super, super, super hard on me. Like, never hit, hit us or anything like that. But it was just, like, high, high, high expectations. 
And yeah. I think I pushed back and, you know, I, I, I don't want to say I caved often, but like, I mean, it, it ultimately made me a harder person as far as like t- a tougher person. Um, but I do, I, I've, he's never said this, but I do feel like he probably felt a little bad with how hard he went on me. And I do feel like he showed you a little bit more actual affection, which is, this is a much deeper conversation than what we're probably going to do today. Um, but it, 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 the dynamic is definitely interesting. And, uh, it's funny you playing peacekeeper with Bo. Cause I feel like I was always playing peacekeeper with Bo and Cody. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was always or just, I mean, trouble. The, yeah. Chime time <laughs> yeah. number two. Chime time. Chime time. But the class, um, I mean, the classic thing about being a middle child is you are the younger sibling, um, for, you know, a good while always actually, but you know, I don't really remember when Bo wasn't here, but, uh, and then all of a sudden you're like, wait, I'm an older brother. Now yeah. Too. I was going to say, what is that like being an older this, How do I younger? play this dynamic? Yeah. Um, well, you, you learn stuff from the older brother and you, you try and teach that to the younger brother. If you can spin it your own way and, you know, take out the good and, or not take out the bad and the good and mix it your own way and trying to send that off to the young one and vice versa. You learn stuff from your younger brother too. I mean, it's all about, you're just learning constantly from that's life in general from both but from both yeah it's yeah but from both ends of the spectrum like it's funny uh you and Bo have like a weird disconnect on like lingo and almost personality whereas i'm like stuck in the middle like i understand what Bo's talking about but sometimes yeah i also understand what you're talking about and i'm just like and i'm just like dude what like how do you guys not get it and it's it's (laughs) so we're we're gonna we'll bring Bo in for one i i want I don't want to give Just away too much, linguistics. but it's going to be a linguistics one. I know we talked about speaking last, but I literally, I want to do one that's just like words. What does this word mean? And then I want him yeah. to explain it to me in his own, uh, in his he own words. He walked in, Cody, to your apartment when we were there for the Alabama game in Atlanta. Yeah. And he goes, all right, I'm ready to get dumb lit. <laughs> And I just, I just busted out laughing. I was like, I, I don't even know what you just said. I have no clue what you just said yeah. to me. No, we, we have like three hours. Of I, I think this is this is embarrassing on my side for for a younger listener and for an older listener. It's going to make perfect sense. But I think he said like no cap to me or something like that. And I didn't I had I was like, what the hell does that mean? I had no clue. <laughs> and I was like, no, seriously, yep. like, uh, what's what's that mean? <laughs> Dude, that's that's how yeah. but word. That's like an eight-year gap. I mean, you, you're across a generation at that point. So, yeah, I mean, there's going to be some big differences. But trying to be an older and a younger brother would be an interesting task. Or not task, but just, I don't know. It's yeah. true, though. Like, I don't, I don't remember when Cody was born, right? I mean, I was only two. But, you know, I don't remember that. I remember when Spencer was born. But it wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't any different for me. I didn't, nothing changed. I was still just the older brother. So I don't know. Cody, did anything change for you? Do you remember? I mean, I mean, not super. I think what Cody, the other Cody was saying, totally agree with like, you take, you take the good and the bad and you like, you learn, like, I don't need to do that because he got in big trouble or, you know, Hey, that's something that's really good. I could take that for myself, try to improve myself in that way. Um, but again, like, you know, we just had that different dynamic with special needs, little brother. It's like, you know, you can only do so much to, to pass along good. But like, and quite I've heard you say this before, and I, and I think our whole, whole family has 
definitely like it's like a maybe a mantra or whatever you want to call it but like he having spencer in our lives has like taught us such an immense amount of patience um it's just something you can't, you can't really explain just unless like you grew up with him i mean and and then the love that he has for people like that's something i learned from him like how he just loves anybody he like He'll he'll walk up to you and hug you. Don't even really know you. Just like, oh, I'm just going to give you a hug. I love you. His Facebook is my favorite thing to follow ever because it's just like the most innocent, positive messages. Like, this is a guitar. This is the same guitar that my favorite artist has. And I'm not good at it now, but I might be one day because practice makes perfect. And I'm like, oh, so good. The world needs more of this message. He's got the Ted Lasso positivity. I I was just about to say, he's got the Ted Lasso positivity. Bring that into the world. I was, I was about to bring up Ted Lasso because I want to thank the both of you talked about on pod. Corey made us watch it over new year's best, like best thing I've seen the last five, 10 years. Cody, have you watched it? Did you get an Apple TV just so you guys could watch it? No. So we are three for four here. One, Mr. S. Okay, yeah. Mr. S, you got to do, do it, bro. Yeah, I do live, you know, with the with the rents right now, and they have it, so I could probably you got you got to start going. Do it. It's and definitely up my alley. I mean, it's, it's a definitely like I've I know what the, this show's about. I'm still I I well, Van, you watch a little bit of soccer, but I am a hardcore like I watch. I wake up at six a.m. on Saturday and I watch soccer. Yep. So yeah, it's it's gonna be right up my alley at least from a sporting aspect. So let's let's close out with this one because I do find this to be interesting too. Uh, we talked about language a little bit. Do you you got movie quotes? Do you? I mean, uh, we've talked about quotes on here all the time, but like Cody and Bo and I, we get together, and I know it's the same kind of thing with Corey and I too. But <coughs> it's like we speak a whole different language ourselves because we're, we'll just skip from one quote to the next to the next to the next, and we've always done that. And that's one of my favorite little quirks that we have as a family, but but pretty much as brothers as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like Corey and I growing up, I feel like that was always the thing. I feel like, and he mentioned it again, another pod, uh, Anchorman. Like, I feel like that is what really started like the quotes, like back and forth, like Anchorman started all. And that's just kind of continued like with other movies, a lot of the office parks and rec, like now Ted Lasso. Oh I mean, yeah. A lot of That's good, the lot of thing good stuff. That, that really ticks our parents off is that we'll do it and like the office, Parks and Rec, and stuff that they just have no clue. And they're so, I don't know what you're saying. I'm like, well, we, we're laughing, we're having a good time. So it's so yeah. it's so That's bad because because mom mom would get upset. She's like, oh, they're doing that movie quote thing again. What is this one from? <laughs> and uh, and she still asks. She'll still be like, what are y'all talking about? It's like, mom, you know, you know that you don't know, so just don't know. It's fine. <laughs> I will, I will, I will give Kimberly so much credit. She has tried so hard to start incorporating movie quotes into like our everyday speech, even when it's just her and I. And she's like, oh, "I got that one," and I'm like, "Yes, you did." Like at first, I was at first, I was like, "That's adorable. You're trying." And then like now, like she says it, and I kind of laugh, and I'm like, oh, "She's really getting it now." She's in it. So super shout out there. But uh, anything else, any of you guys have you want to close out with? Um, I think we're you know a little bit longer pod which is cool i figured we'd have a ton of stories no but no for real uh thank you guys for for coming on uh sharing some good stories i know that we still have probably eight thousand more that we could have told and and just could keep going for for on and on and on but you know it it been a lot to uh to van and i to have you guys as the first guests 
you know, um, you know, Van and I consider each other family for sure. Uh, but there is still no replacing the actual blood. Uh, and, and you guys, you know, obviously family with the way it is. And, you know, from, from the time now, if you're close, if you're not with your brother, your sister, any type of your siblings, there's always that time to do it. Just put in the effort, you know, put in the effort and get close. Cause they're going to be the ones that have been with you from day one. And they'll be with you on, on your last one too. So, uh, you know, let's sound it off with that. Enjoy, enjoy your sibling as we have enjoyed ours. Thanks for listening. As a reminder, you can interact with us on Twitter at talking underscore B underscore S. And you can, of course, find us on all major podcasting platforms, including Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. This has been another episode of Talkin' BS.